a desert planet with twin suns. They call themselves the Bad Batch. We do what we do. What else you got? Give me more! Welcome back to Twin Sun Talks Regs. I'm your host, Jonah Liu, and it is time for this week's edition of my Bad Batch Review and Breakdown. Uh, for those of you who are new to this whole spiel, I have uh, episodes that are more informational, just about general Star Wars topics that release every Wednesday. And then every Friday that we get a new Bad Batch episode, I release this quick uh, review and breakdown. So, without further ado, let's jump right into I've Spoken. I have spoken. Alrighty, today we're going to be going over episode 6, Decommissioned. As usual, we're going to be starting off with our my non-spoiler review, followed by my full spoiler breakdown, followed by the review, and then uh, we're going to go into Visions and talk about my theories moving forward. So, my non-spoiler review for episode 6, Decommissioned of The Bad Batch Season 1. This episode was an absolute roller coaster, the most conflicted I've felt during an episode, but overall, I really enjoyed it. I fully expected I fully expect this show to absolutely hit the ground running and ramp up everything moving forward. As much as I wish we had gotten just a little bit more, this episode sets up the beginning of the second half of the season uh, very well and has made me very excited for more answers in the future. So that's as much as I can. I feel like I can comfortably say uh, without revealing too, too much about this episode. For those of you who haven't seen it, if you haven't, then stop. Uh, listening to this episode right now, unless for whatever reason you want to know spoilers for it. Uh, spoiler warning, this is my lengthy spoiler warning for those of you who haven't watched it. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. The rest of this episode will have full spoilers. I don't want to ruin this for anyone. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. Okay, we're about to enter the full spoiler breakdown. Ready? Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Let's get into it. Okay. So, at the start of this episode, the team is still on Ord Mantell, which is where we were uh, for most of the last episode. And Omega is practicing shooting with her laser bow in the bar where they met Sid. This is the laser bow that she took from the Zygerians in the previous episode. She's uh, struggling a little bit with her accuracy, um, which is which Echo is trying to help her out with. There's an Athorian and a Weakway at the bar heckling Omega that are kind of causing a bit of a distraction. Uh, they're the, actually the same thugs that are in the Pike's prison in the Ahsoka arc of the Clone Wars Season 7, so that's a fun little Easter egg. Um, Sid, the Trandoshan from the previous episode, she gives them a new mission, which is to retrieve a tactical droid uh, from a decommissioning facility on Corellia. Now, Corellia is an industrial world known for its shipbuilding, which is also Han Solo's homeworld. We see that in Solo, A Star Wars Story. Um, so the team heads out. They sneak past the planetary scans by locking onto the belly of another ship. And while they're doing that, Echo explains why the value of tactical droids are so high. Basically, the more information that the droids obtain in battle, the more effective they are, and the more often they wince. And since the clones are now working for the Empire, strategies to defeat them have increased in value greatly. So, the team sneaks past the police droids that are guarding the facility on Corellia once they land on the planet, and the team splits up, Tech and Echo find 
uh, are to find the facility controls record is are the uh, yeah words. Let me just gather my thoughts. Wrecker is the eyes in the sky, and then Omega is just a lookout. Uh, they find the tactical, tactical droid head, but someone else takes it before them, and the person who reveal, who is revealed to have taken it is Trace, uh, as we find her sister Rafa as she uh, confronts Omega. So Trace and Rafa are the Martez sisters who we meet in the middle four episodes of Clone Wars Season 7. And at the time of those episodes, I found them to be extremely annoying and completely unnecessary, and I actually got very, very upset with their characters. And I'm happy to say that, impressively enough, they were only mildly annoying and mildly unnecessary in this episode. So that's that's a A-plus improvement right there. I will say I was rather disheartened whenever they showed up, but uh, I wasn't mad at their involvement at all. I, I thought that they, they were fine. I would have preferred to see really anyone else, but for what we got, I, I enjoyed their characters a lot more than I did in the Clone Wars. So anyways, the Bad Batch and the Martez sisters are at odds because they're both trying to obtain the tactical droid head, and that's the only one left. All the other ones had been decommissioned at this point. But they are eventually forced to work together whenever swarms of police droids start to surround them. While uh, he's trying to override the lockdown that has been placed on the facility, Wrecker hits his head hard, which temporarily activates his inhibitor chip. Who said that this was going to happen? This guy. Um, he kind of goes down. He's trying to fight it off uh, with much strain. The team and the sisters are cornered by police droids as this is happening, and they decide to use the tactical droid head to control the decommissioned battle droids within the facility to help fend off the police droids who are closing in. And Wrecker finally comes to, shakes off the lingering effects of the inhibitor chips and springs into action and helps take down some of the droids before the team is able to uh, activate the droid head. So Tech downloads the tactical droids info onto a data stick and the team and the sisters escape the newly, uh, or they escape as newly reanimated battle droids come to their rescue. During the escape, Trace drops the tactical droid head which gets destroyed by blaster fire. And Omega aids in the fighting with her laser bow. She's gotten a lot better as she's able to kind of block out the distraction, she says. The Martez sisters' ship arrives, and the team uh, and the, the sisters make their exit. Uh, the ship is being flown by R7, who is actually Ahsoka Tano's astromech droid from the Clone Wars, who we see actually destroyed during Order 66. So it's nice to see him fully functional once again. Uh, Rafa asks Hunter how they, the Bad Batch, could do a job not knowing who they're doing it for. And she expresses how she and Trace know for a fact that they're working for people who would have used the tactical droid's information to fight against the Empire. Um, and, okay, so as they get, they get back to the Bad Batch's ship, as the sisters and the team part ways, Omega invites the sisters to visit Ord Mantell sometime, and then Hunter offers the data stick with the tactical droid info to the sisters, saying they'll use it for the right reasons. Um, so, as the sisters exit Corellia, they uh, contact an unknown person who is presumably their client or whoever they're working for, and informs the cloaked figure that they got the info with the help of some rogue clones and that they know their location and that they think that they're, uh, whoever they're contacting will be quite interested 
in this. End of episode. Boom shakalaka. So my review for this, as far as the action goes, this episode was on the weaker side. Um, however, when it comes to overall story progression, this is some of the best contact we or some of the best content we've gotten so far. And I really can't wait for confirmation on who the Martez sisters are working for, who they contacted at the very end. Um, I have my theories, and I'll go into that in Visions next. But I will say, the Martez sisters were much better in this episode than they were in the Clone Wars. Much less annoying, more competent. And I, I say that they were a lot better. The bar wasn't super high for them in the first place, but it's still it's good to see. Wrecker's experience with this chip is absolutely huge, and I can't wait for more payoff on that. Uh, and I really can't wait for us to go back to Camino, see more about what Crosshair has been doing, all that good stuff, because we haven't seen them since, I think, the third episode. It's been a hot minute. Um, so that's all I have for my review and breakdown. Let's head into visions. To continue, we need one singular vision. My vision. So uh, there was nothing that really got debunked in this episode, and there wasn't too, too much that got uh, confirmed but, for one thing, I'm 99% sure that the Martez sisters are working for Ahsoka Tano. Just based on the cloak that we see, like, we only, we barely see any of the hologram of the person that they're contacting. But we see the cloak, and it looks very similar to the one that Ahsoka Tano is wearing at the very end of the last episode of The Clone Wars. Um, and the fact that they have a con an existing connection, it would make sense that she would go to them uh, for some help after she... Uh, experiences Order 66. Also, the fact that the Martez sisters have R7, who was destroyed in the company of Rex and Ahsoka in the last episode of The Clone Wars. Uh, and I think that Ahsoka will end up being our connection to Rex, which I'm sure probably won't happen in the next episode, Episode 7, but I think it may be teased for Episode 8. And I think that, that we might be two episodes away from finally seeing Rex. Wrecker's going down, which is something I've been saying since... I think it was episode three, whenever they um, crash-landed on the moon and his head was hurting. That's why I've been saying this entire time in, in this episode. We only really hear him saying, good soldiers. Good so he doesn't say the full phrase, good soldiers follow orders, but he's, he's getting there. He's, he's giving in, slowly but surely, and I'm really excited to see um, how the team will end up finding out that he's battling with this, because he hasn't told them yet. I'm also, I think it's also really cool to see how hard he's struggling with it and how hard he's trying to keep it from overtaking him. Also, my thoughts on Sid, I think that she's a bit shady, uh, and I think that eventually she's probably going to betray uh, the Bad Batch in some way, because she doesn't seem to have, she says that she has their best interests in mind, but I really just don't think that's the case. Alrighty, well... That's all that I have for episode six, Decommissioned. Uh, I really enjoyed this episode. I think that this is the start of the end of the more, uh, I don't even know, like the fetch quest side mission type episodes. I think that we're exiting that stage of the show and entering uh, more consistent story building, which I'm super, super excited to see. Uh, yeah, that's all that I have. Stay tuned. Next week, I have my brother Jeb on. We're going to be talking about lightsabers, taking a bit of a deep dive into that. Uh, if you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to us on YouTube. This is it's just the, this podcast, but on YouTube. Uh, if you want to check out our website, it's twinsuntalks.wixsite. 
twinsuntalks.com slash twin-sun. Uh, follow us on Instagram at twinsuntalks for any updates about when episodes are releasing. I tried to push uh, signing up for an account so that I could send y'all email blasts. I didn't realize that I have a limited number of email blasts that I can send, so that's not really going to work. But I'll figure out new ways for now. If you have Instagram, go ahead and follow us. And yeah, that's all I got for y'all. You've taken your first steps into a larger world. May the force be with you. And I will see y'all in the next episode, Lightsaber Deep Dive, next Wednesday. That is June the 9th. May the force be with you, friends. Bye now.